Hey, we're rolling. How's it going? Oh, I was waiting for it to pop up on this screen. I was like, okay. No, no. He has to get ready. I got so. it over here this time. Okay. Well, element of surprise, right? <sighs> anyway, speaking of surprise, um, Jags, mm -hmm. just real quick. What? You're not recording, are you? No, I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Jags upsetting the Chargers. Well, I don't know. Are you, are you, uh, will you call out an upset? Um. Mm, no. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I, I think so. Um, before we get into that, I guess I should say, uh, welcome on in, y'all, to, y'all, what the heck? Welcome on in to the Fantasy Sports Podcast, or actually the FS Podcast, also known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. Um, if you guys are new to the show, as you can tell already from the first five seconds into the show, we are not professionals at this at all. We're just here to have fun, entertain you guys, and just talk about fantasy football. I would say help you, but the season's already over, so we already helped you a lot when you leaked. <laughs> um, hopefully, right? Hopefully, yeah. We're just here to talk about fantasy football and get ready for next year, I guess you could say, which is like, I don't know, six months away now. We have to wait that long. Um, because the actual NFL season hasn't even ended yet, it's we are we are in the postseason. Um, but Jagger, how did you like those games or those wild card games last week? Super wild card weekend. I liked. Uh, I liked the Cowboys game. That was a good game, huh? You know, just you know, it was a high scoring game on one end. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, the kicker really tried his hardest. Bro, did you see uh, Peyton Manny and Eli Manny's reaction? Uh uh. It was so funny because after, so when he missed the third kick, Peyton Manny gets him. He's like, bro, why are we even kicking it? <laughs> <laughs> Just go for two. And Eli's like, I can't believe my eyes. <laughs> and he went on to set a record for the first time. I think I stopped watching after number four. I think that was the last time, right? That was the last time he missed it, was four. Because after that, they just went for it. Yeah. They so released rats. Did they release him? Or did they just change kickers? No, right now they're trying to change a kicker. Because uh, he was perfect. I think they said like during the season. Yeah, I had him. It was my fantasy kicker. Yeah, and then obviously when it comes to... I guess it's just the Tom Brady effect. You know, you're going against the GOAT. True. It's a playoff game. Let me just miss all... Maybe, it's a mentality thing, I maybe guess. Maybe he was in on a bet. Maybe like if this guy uh, misses four field goals, you know, whatever. Maybe I'll like, win... A Six quintillion dollars. He's like, I'll make more money right now than I'm making on the team. <laughs> so watch me. Um, but yeah, that was surprising. But if you guys didn't watch it, I mean, it was it was uh, definitely a one-sided game. The only entertaining part of it was uh, him missing all four of those field goals. Yeah, for sure. And watching Tom Brady finally look washed. Who uh, also, Way and I were talking about it before the show. It seems like Tom Brady might finally be done. In terms of being in Tampa. Yeah. It's been like, what, two years now? Three years? Two. Three? Two? Two? Has it been three? It might have been three. Because I think two years ago, he won the Super Bowl with, right. with Gronk and all of them. Yeah, it's been like three years now. Mm -hmm. he's, been with, he's been with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I say, once Gronk leaves, it's hard to win. Yeah. And I think once Tom Brady leaves, I think everybody else is going to leave. Yeah. Because I remember... Mike Evans. I think Godwin was on a franchise tag or something like that, or he he decided to stay because of Tom Brady. Brady. Mike so he, Evans, I feel like, will stay. He's yeah. been there forever. Yeah. So He's always been a solid wide receiver, too. Mm -hmm. I think Julio Jones will stay one more year, too. So I think Maybe. he signed, I think it was a two-year contract he signed. I think so. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, was a, it was a good game. That was a recent game on Monday night. The other games were pretty fun to watch. All of them except the 
Buccaneers and Cowboys game were really close games. Yeah. They really were. Um, One this, point. Yeah. yeah this Well, the Seahawks and 49ers game started off well. It was actually really good. It was tired at the... I think the Seahawks were down like one field goal at the end of the at the end of the half, and then you know CMC decided to kill them. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Two rushing touchdown, and Debo's like, "Yeah, let me let me let me run it too." And he got a touchdown. It's like, all right, well, this is over. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was a good game and a half. Uh, but the, a really good game was actually the Jaguars and Chargers game because yeah, uh, Chargers were going into the half twenty-seven and seven, I think. And then you know Jaguars just came at the end. All of a that well, just all of a sudden whoa, whoa, whoa. had a comeback and won on a winning field goal, and won by one point. One point. One point. And you know what, my boy, you know, you know the Jesus of football did after that victory. You know what he oh, yes, did? I mean, this and I loved it. So. Oh my <laughs> god, this dude celebrated like like it, a the true, only way you should. The, you know? A true football player would. Like honestly, if I if I if I had an amazing moment like this, I would do the exact same thing. My boy Trevor Lawrence and his team went to good old Waffle House yeah. right after the game. Like, wow! Like they didn't want to do anything. They just went. Could sh- you imagine if you worked at that Waffle House oh. and just everybody oh. came in? Yeah, I there were some videos about it, and it's just funny because like the Waffle House people were like clapping because they knew who he was, uh-huh. but at the same time they're like, what? the heck is okay, going on keep coming in and in okay 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 <laughs> yeah but Trevor Lawrence uh, celebrated at a Waffle House and a lot of people were like alright I have respect for him now true uh, but yeah I mean I, I sent Jagger that and I was like this is this is the man right here yep this is this is how you do it uh but uh but yeah it, it, it was pretty funny though <laughs> we have a little I guess behind the scenes joke with Waffle House yeah and plus we just love Waffle House you can't go wrong with it. You can't go wrong with it. You know, even Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I've been saying for a little while now, you go to Waffle House at the right time, it's like you're going to a dinner theater. Yeah. You can get food, and you have a chance of watching a fight break out. <laughs> so, you know, you got some entertainment going on. Yeah, no one has no boundaries there, too. It's just people just. Wa- I, I remember going into a Waffle House one time, and this, like, a waitress was like, she came over, and she was, like, eating the McDonald's uh, chicken nugget pack or whatever. She's all right. What do you guys want? <laughs> I was like, uh, can I just get a waffle? Can <laughs> I get what you're having? <laughs> yeah. Actually, let me get a chicken nugget real quick. Yeah. Um, Sorry, we don't have any. Uh, but yeah, it's always fun to go to Waffle House. If you go to like Jagger's at the right time, right place. You, you got to know. You got to know. Yeah. I also like it. There's another one of Waffle House where they showed the employee of the month and he was in a bulletproof vest. <laughs> That's how you know you're working at a good place, right? Exactly, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was actually a really good game. I saw this one. I saw this one thing on on social media where a Chargers fan actually fell asleep during the half. Oh, and that was when he was seven, seven, twenty-seven and seven, and then he wakes up and he's just like, "What? what, what we happened? lost. What happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened? Yeah, it was it was a very funny and good game to watch, and knowing the way how the Jags celebrated were pretty fun. Well deserved. Well Congrats. deserved. Yeah. And then, and then the Giants and Vikings. I think a lot of people were betting on the Vikings. A lot of people were, and I know people that were betting on the yeah. Vikings. And I had a, I think me and you had a feeling that the Giants were gonna win that. We're gonna, we're gonna take that, and uh, they did. Danny Dimes came in clutch. Yeah. Um. Uh. Saquon Barkley was unstoppable. He, what like, have I been saying? 
What have I been saying? Bro was crazy. He just kept his running game was amazing. I think he like what two touchdowns. I think so. Yeah, and then um, but the good thing about that game was it was back and forth, touchdown here, touchdown there. Close game. It was a really close game. It wasn't boring, uh, um, but did you see the way the Vikings ha- uh, ended that game? Mm-mm. So it was fourth down. I think they were in. They weren't in ready for a field goal yet, but they could have, like, went for Hal Mary with, like, three seconds left. At least give them a chance. Mm-hmm. Fourth down, <laughs> Kirk Cousin throws, like, a three-yard uh, pass to uh, uh, TJ Hawkinson to end the play. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Because it was a home game, so once they did that, the whole stadium was like, boo. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, yeah, why would you, like, with three seconds left, you're on fourth down, you're not in field goal range. Let me just throw a three. Oh. Let me just throw a three-yard pass to T.J. Hawkinson real quick. I'll show you after the podcast, but it was very, very questioning. You know, he didn't want to be there. He, he was done. <laughs> yeah, apparently, prime time Kirk, right? Yeah, he um, left all the chains at home for me. <laughs> what else? Uh, was that, did we talk about all the games? I believe so. So, oh uh, well, uh, actually, the Bills and um, eh, yeah, what is it? The Bills and the Bills and. Dolphins was a good game. Yeah, I believe you had Waddle go down. Waddle went down the first couple uh, minutes in the first quarter, actually. But then he came back. Um, but, um, yeah, the the Dolphins couldn't pull it off. I think because it, what hurt them a lot, too, is that they didn't have Tua as their yep. quarterback because yep. he was through a concussion protocol. Um, but the Bills, um, they actually almost lost to the Dolphins. The Dolphins couldn't make that last touchdown to tie the game. Which would have been crazy. Oh, no, no, no. I can't remember. They just couldn't score. I think they lost by three points. Defense. Still, it would have been crazy if the Dolphins pulled that off. Yeah. Like the backup QB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good game. And so was the Bengals and Ravens game was actually pretty good to watch. <laughs> Surprisingly, the Bengals actually almost lost. Even with Lamar or not. Without Lamar playing because they almost went into overtime because uh, the backup quarterback went through it to just threw it Hail Mary to the end zone because he had, you know, nothing else to do with two <laughs> seconds left on the clock. And he, he didn't throw it to yeah, the tight end. He didn't throw a three yard, you know, yeah. pass real quick. And um, I'll show you the play too after the podcast, but it, it bounced off. Like, what's that game you play where you just throw it? And like you try to catch it. Oh, I. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. We used to play a lot. Like. Yeah, I know. Like, and then everyone just piles up, and you try to catch the ball. Yeah, it was like it's a game that you used to play like a lot in like elementary school, oh, and uh, I remember like playing a little bit during high school. I know what you're talking about. One person would throw the ball like super high up. Yeah. You know, and then everyone else would try to catch, catch it. it. Yeah. You'd end up slapping each other a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, so that's what it was. But you know, you know how sometimes you play those games, uh-huh. and like it bounces off someone's hand, and you're in the back, and you just catches it, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So that's exactly what happened to the Ravens. But the thing is, he couldn't come down with the ball, dude. If you watch the replay, he dies for it because it bounces to him, and it just goes straight through his arm, mm. bro. And then the, that's how the game ends. I was like, "Ooh, that guy must be hurting for you the You know rest that moment went by in slow motion too. Yeah, it it looked easy, like it was catchable. Like even I could have caught that thing, uh-huh. but I I think he was just like caught up in the moment, and he, he didn't was, realize that it was gonna come at him. So he just yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean they were all very close games, very interesting, especially with two backup quarterbacks playing uh-huh. for the Ravens and the the Dolphins, and surprisingly the Forty ers third string quarterback playing. Which, uh, who knows, you know, like we said, Jimmy G. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a rematch uh, from last year's uh, playoff game. 
Yep. It's going to be the Cowboys and 49ers. The 49ers, if you remember last year, knocked out the Cowboys uh-huh. last year. Um, and that was without CMC. That was without CMC, yeah. Um, and Cowboys haven't changed since <laughs> last year. No. Yeah. But it's it's going to be – I feel like it's going to be a really low-scoring game because 49ers ended the season with number one defense in the league. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys ended the season with number two defense in the league. Yeah, it – it's definitely going to be a battle of the defense. Yeah. And especially, too, if you have a quarterback like Dak and uh, good old Purdy. Yeah. Brock Purdy's been cooking it up yeah. the last couple weeks. But I, have a, I have a feeling it's going to be all on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and then you got the Bengals and Bills. Ooh. Uh, a rematch that, was, that didn't end it the way they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Didn't play out due to ha- injury, which, by the way, Hamlin is doing a lot better. Yeah. Um, he's actually back in Buffalo supporting his team, which is really good. Um, but because of his injury, they obviously they didn't resume that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were having a rematch, but this time it's in the playoffs. Uh, so it would be the Bengals and Bills. And you got the Eagles and Giants. Uh, we were talking about that. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. And then you got the good old Chiefs and Jaguars. You know, I'm just saying, if Trevor Lawrence wins again... I think we gotta we gotta do a Waffle House. We gotta go to Waffle House. I'm just saying. Correct. Yeah. Um, but I, I I honestly think they're gonna. I don't I don't think they're gonna pull off the win. They could obviously. As you know, they did beat the Chargers. Yeah. A lot of people didn't think the Jags would make it that far. And um, I I just hope the Jaguars don't don't go down without a fight. At least yeah. I want them to at least lose a good, by like at least. A field goal. I mean, something. you already know Mahomes is going to throw like three touchdowns yeah. or something crazy. Yeah, you already know that, but at least put up a fight, you know? Yeah. Um, I hate to say that, but it's true, you know what I mean? It is. Yeah, especially if you're going against number one seed. And Patrick yeah. Mahomes is over there. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Eek. Yeah, it's difficult. Just, you know, defend the passing game and let them run the ball because they don't know who to give the ball to. <laughs> no, they don't have any running backs over there no. at the moment. Clyde, I think, is still currently out. Until further notice. Um, and Juju's out. Yep. I think you remember when he was out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it's gonna, we got a good couple games going on next weekend. Or this coming up weekend. Um, I still think uh, – I still think the – I said the Cowboys were going to win it. But I think the Bills actually might win it. Could. Because the, the, for the way the, the Chiefs – for the Bills to get to – the championship, they either have to beat um, the Bills or the Bengals. Mm. So, uh, not the Bills, the Chiefs or Bengals, my bad. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so uh, moving on, uh, we don't have too many, too much news to talk about. Obviously, there was a lot of coach interviews here and there, but not important enough to bring it up. I think it's really the only news we have was kind of just even segued into talking about the kicker. Yeah. That was really that was it. honestly it. They are right now looking for a kicker. They think they found one. We're just awaiting the results of his physical. Yeah. Um, Ooh, also, uh, it seems like Trevor Lawrence is having some competition arriving in the quarterback room. Really? Yeah. Who, Gardner Minshew? <laughs> no. When he was well, there? Gardner Minshew is still over in uh, Philly. Yeah. I'll pull it up right now. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I just had it. But the Jags look good, though, for, like, the last two years, having the first-round pick uh-huh. in a row. Now they're in the playoffs going against the Chiefs. It's not bad in two years, especially having having two first-round picks like that. Mm-hmm. First draft picks, I mean. Um, But honestly, I don't I, – I, I, 
if they are going to have competition in quarterback position, that would have to happen next year. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Because right now... Yeah, right here. So, uh, quarterback named Nathan Rourke, who set a college football league record last season before. So, last year. This was before him visiting with 12 NFL teams in the past couple weeks. He has chosen to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars. This was three days ago, as of recording. Oh, okay. Um, and Rourke will be expected to compete to back up Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Again, Lawrence. I still see Trevor Lawrence being this clear-cut starter. Yeah. Because we haven't heard anything yet about Rourke. Yeah. So, I guess keep your eyes peeled for that. Um. And like what I said, there's honestly just a bunch of coaching interviews. No one signed anything yet. Yeah, a bunch of coach interviews, uh, especially with Sean Payton uh, interviewing, getting interviewed by a lot of five, teams. yeah, six teams now interested in him. And then a different, of course, like again, like the Cardinals and Lions and everybody else interviewing other coaches for their positions. Oh, um, before I forget, did you see the news that came out about Cliff Kingsbury after he got fired? Yeah, he doesn't want to coach them more, right? Uh, yeah, he bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. And he uh, stayed, right? Yeah, he's staying in Thailand. Yeah. I saw some pictures of him and all that, and I got to say, it looks like he's having fun over there in Thailand. Yeah, so I think I might give me a one-way ticket that way, too. (laughs) We'll never see Waya again. (laughs) Have fun in Thailand. Um, But, yeah, um, obviously, Eagles uh, QB Jalen Hurts stopped the injury report and has fully cleared for his soldier shoulder injury. Soldier. Soldier boy. Um, but yeah, so he will be playing Sunday. Um, obviously, we ha- we saw um, we didn't know if Aaron Rodgers was going to be his last time at Lambeau Field in Week 18. I don't think we've had any news for that come out yet. Well, he well everyone doesn't because you know with all things that's going on for the past couple of years, we eventually see his time in Green Bay coming to an end. Thank God. And uh, we have a feeling people are having a feeling it is this year, but. Uh, he came out saying that he needs time right now, um, whether he's in or out. And this was a day ago. Well, hopefully he's out because I'm tired of playing against him for twice yeah, a man, year. Yeah, man, come to the Raiders if you want. I don't mind. Yeah, go over there. I don't care. <laughs> oh, and look, the Chiefs do have a running back. Mm. Chiefs are designating running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to return from IR, and he will practice today, and that was yesterday. Oh, there you go. Yep. Uh, but this is pretty funny. The Chargers fired offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi. I, I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> no, that's, no, mm. Nothing, nothing. I, wait, hold on, let me see the 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 the, the comments. Uh, would you? Be valid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Who wouldn't do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really it. And like I can't, like I said, a lot of it is just a bunch of coaching, uh, interviewing. That's it. Nothing too serious. That thing's been confirmed yet, obviously. Um, so, yeah, anyways, uh, that's really it. Uh, unless, Jagger, you have anything else you want to add on? Uh, not that I can think of at the moment. Okay. So, we're going to go ahead and be moving on to our comparison list from the beginning of the year for fantasy to the actual list from this year in fantasy to see how bad we were off and how good we were. I'm pretty sure we were bad a lot, though. So we hit quarterback last episode. The, I thought we hit... No, we hit Yeah, QB. we did. We did We did hit QB first. So what we, we're we going to do wide receiver left due to the fact that um we had a bet slash... uh Yeah, it was just a bet going on. 
and I lost it, unfortunately. So that was due to the wide receiver. So we're going to do that last. But we can also go over the list. And also, I get uh, whatever my punishment is for losing the bet. Yep. Uh, that's going to be fun on Jaggers in. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see Wea in six months. <laughs> One-way ticket to Thailand. That's fine. That's my punishment. That's honest. That's oh, cool. yeah. I'll, I'll go. go. Yeah, I'll yeah, go. Yeah. Without a doubt. You know, I'll go meet up with Cliff. Hey, man. How's it going? Um. Anyways, so what list do you want to uh, obviously no, let's flip a coin because oh. we got running back or tight end. Okay, let's do it. Like I said, we couldn't do that last episode. We don't have a three sided coin. Yeah. Imagine though, we make three sided coins. Oh, maybe a dice. Yeah, um, that's true. So, <laughs> so. But this would be a coin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess tight end is since tight end is at the end. That's a tail. All right. Okay. Tight ends at the tails, and then uh, running back. Running but back. the running back can also be at the tail end of the field. Yeah, but you know, T T tail. Okay, whatever. You know, T. Just flip it, okay. and then we'll both forget which we had placed on. No, 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 no. I won't. I won't forget. Okay, so okay. tails is tight ends, and heads is running backs. So here we go. You ready? Yes. Okay. Oh, I was just gonna brag about how good I caught that before you even landed my hand. And oh, yeah. Dropped it. All right, let's redo this. Ready? It's like when you're playing a board game at home and the dice fall off the table. No, no, no. Reroll, reroll. Reroll. Wait, wait. You look at it first and decide if it's a reroll first. <laughs> um, it's tails, so looks like we're doing tight ends. Tight ends. That's good, because like I said, I feel like running backs is probably our worst. <laughs> yeah. I think tight ends, just because there isn't that much, is probably really good. So, I will bring up the actual list uh, to figure out. Hold on. Yeah, give I've, me got, a... I've got our list here. You got the list. Let's go. So... We started at one last time, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. You want to start at one again? Yeah. All on. right. Yeah. I'm waiting. Come on, wait. Come on. Come on. Come on. Should I have Hold this on. Show? All right. I th- hopefully we got number one. I'm pretty sure we got number one. I'm pretty sure. All righty. So, so we our... put Kyle Pitts at no. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our number one tight end? Uh, getting one Travis Kelsey. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Number one. How many the... points was he ahead of? Uh well okay let me let me tell you so he ended off with a total three hundred and sixteen point three ooh oh let's That's make like this quarterback clear. level points. let's make this clear he is the number one tight end yep. of the season and the second place uh tight end had a total of two hundred fifteen yowza yeah That's what a hundred point difference right there yeah it's a hundred point difference <laughs> yeah so like we said we said prior to the season Travis Kelsey was gonna be the number one wide receiver, because that's when, uh, I mean, number one tight end and receiver, actually, that's for true. the Chiefs because of Tyreek Hill leaving. So we're like, yep, that's a no-brainer. Because we were like, one. who are they going to throw the ball to? Nobody. Juju? No, Travis Kelsey, right? Yeah. Even with Travis, even when Tyreek Hill was with the Chiefs, he was still the number one tight end over there. And again. Our receiver. And Tyreek got a lot of targets with Chiefs. Yeah. And, but all those targets just moved right on over to Travis Kelsey. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, well, actually, I want to see, was he number one tight end? No, it was Mark Andrews last year. Wasn't yeah, it was. Yeah. Which was a bit of a shocker. A lot of people thought it would be Travis Kelsey. All right, so what was our number two? We're one for one right now. Uh, our number two, I can already tell you it's not good. Uh, Darren Waller. Yeah. Okay. It maybe would have been a different season if that still wasn't injured all season. See, but you can also make that case for your Cooper Cup. Uh, yeah, I guess so. See? So, I'm on. We're not planning on injury when we make these lists. You know, but we, as we said before, going into last season, we just had a Mount Rushmore tight ends. That was it. We had four yeah. tight ends. 
that were an easy lock. And Darren Waller, unfortunately, uh, fell off. Do I even want to say what he ended off last year? This year, what like thirty? Um, I won't look at this. I'm scrolling. He his 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 Foster Moreau, the the tight end backup tight end, actually finished ahead of him. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, but he ended off with 84 fantasy points this year, ending in a 31 position. I was close. That is actually higher than Kyle Pitts. Let's go. And he was out for majority of and the Kyle season. Kyle Pitts was in the entire season. <laughs> well, he got injured, what, week? I don't know. I Darren Waller? No, no, no. Kyle Pitts. I don't think he was injured at all. Yeah, remember he was, remember you, I, we traded for him and he went on the IR oh, that's after right. the rest of the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was like week uh, week, uh Week 11 is when he officially got injured. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, um, right once you got him from me. Yeah, so week 11 is when his season ended. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Darren Waller was our number two, and he was number 31. Well, we were kind of close. <laughs> All righty. So, it would have been 32. Do you, want me, do you want me to name off the number two on the list, or do you want me to just yeah, wait? Yeah, go ahead. Name off number two. All right, so our number two, uh, the number two uh, fantasy tight end of the year was TJ Hawkinson, Ooh. who started off as the Lions and ended the season as the Vikings. I mean, that's all completely due to his, like, what, two or three 40-bomb games? Yeah. Again, I said it earlier, but he ended off the season with a total of 215 points in fantasy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, not as crazy as, you know, Kelsey 100 more. Yeah. Like I said, Kelsey was <laughs> week in, week out, putting up, like, running back one level of points. Oh, let me make this clear. I, I, if you guys are new to the show, we are mostly talking about our scoring format is full PPR. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this may be a little bit different. Tight end shouldn't be as different, but we go off full PPR and scoring platform. All right, so TJ Hawkinson was number two. All righty. Okay. Um, we were on to number three. So we had Mark Andrews at number three, which I think is pretty valid. Yeah, we we're actually uh, pretty close. Uh, but number three was George Kittle. Oh, yeah. Were we what one off? Yeah, because Mark Andrews finishes number four. Well, you know, I'm just going to spoil it right now. So we basically had him flipped. Oh, really? We had George we had Kittle, Kittle at, at four and Andrews at three. I take that as a win you know in my what? book. Yes, because look. So George Kittle had a total of 200 points in full PPR. And that was with George Kittle being out yeah. a couple of weeks in the beginning of the year. And then Mark Andrews ended off the year with 190. So there's a 10-point difference between those yep. two. That's one game. That's one game. one game. So I take that as a win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so the season ended off with George Kittle at number three and Mark Andrews at number four. Uh, so those are all the f- the main Mount Rushmore's of tight end. So yeah. we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> but it seems like we're getting a couple more valid tight ends. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson is finally showing himself again. So Yeah, no, with his three-yard reception from... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. From As Kirk we Kaiser. said before, he's struggling. He's he's not the same over there, but obviously we knew that going in. Yeah, but I mean, he ended off the U.S. number two tight end, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so who is our number, since we already said number four, three and four, who is our number five on our list? You want to guess? Kyle Fitz? Yeah. Okay, cool. We already, in, we already talked about him earlier. He, yeah, he ranked lower than Darren Waller. Yeah, Darren Waller was at 31, right? Kyle Fitz was at 33. And, again, I think you have to look back, and no, this is not me making an excuse. I'm trying to shed, I guess, a bit of light on why we placed him where we did. 
going into the season, Kyle Pitts actually was solid. Yeah. You know? Hey, what, last season he was in top 10? I think he was, was like number seven. Yeah, that was his rookie year, too. And he only had one touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. It was all yardage. That full PPR definitely helped. It's weird. though. This season, though, for tight ends, it was a little, a little bit more crazy. It was. It wasn't who you thought it would be. Yeah. But, no, I mean. All right. Cup it. 3.9. You want me to say our number five spot? The number five spot fantasy. Who was the number five? Uh, the tight end fantasy. Uh, who ended that number five was actually uh, Evan Ingram from the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's my boy, but we didn't have him on our list at all. No, he ended off the total of one hundred and seventy-six points. Let's go. Yeah. So I see him again back in top ten next year, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have to give a goodbye message to Evan Ingram. <laughs> it's been it's been a good ride this year, but. I probably won't be able to grab you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Evan Ingram was a number five. So. Uh, uh, was the uh, actual number five. Not ours, no bad. Yeah. Moving on to so number six. our number six, I would say guess, but I feel like you won't be able to. This is like. All right, I think I can. I, this I, seems like it's a one-hit wonder. I, I remember. I remember. It was one I hit on all the time last year in terms of tight end. Mm, I guess it was, he was kind of a sleeper. Is it Logan Thomas? No. Uh, who was it? Uh, you're. I guess you're thinking back the year before that. Uh, it's Dawson Knox. Oh yeah, the Bills tight end. Yeah, I right remember. Now him. it seems like it's been a one-hit wonder. Uh, didn't he get injured a couple times? I believe so. Yeah, I thought. And then he also just hadn't been performing as well because he had Gabe Davis rolling. Yeah. And he so. was injured like one game here, one game there, but wasn't like out for three weeks yeah. or whatever. But he ended out. Uh, he ended the season off at number fourteen, yeah. which is not too too bad, I guess. Better than Waller. Better than Waller and Kyle Pitts, yeah, uh, yeah. But he ended off the year as tight end number fourteen, and we had him at what seven or six? Six, six. So, so the year the number six tight end of the year actually was good old. I, I don't think I expected this. I don't think you expected this either. But it was Tyler Higby tight end with the L.A. Rams? He came in at number six off the uh, year. Tyler Higby was a big shocker this season. Yeah, 152 points in and off the year. Uh, he wasn't consistent, I will say that. Oh, actually, he was. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> That's why he's on the list. No, actually, he was consistent for the first couple of weeks, but after that, he wasn't. Mm. I think those first couple of weeks saved him. Because, like, you go from, you know, you go from 14 to 10 to 17 to 11 to 1, 3, 0. <laughs> Eight, but then you go back to fifteen. Yeah. Then you go back to three, three, three. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't fully consistent, so. But I guess he was consistent enough to get on the list. Yeah, he Had was. A couple of good games. That's all it takes. Yeah. Especially for a tight end, you know. That is like we said that eight points is all you need. Yeah. Uh. So moving on to our number seven on uh, our list. Number seven was pretty solid, and uh, I know Waya definitely got hurt. That's that Zach Ertz. Oh, yeah. I loved him, man. He was on a roll. I had to lose him going into the playoffs, man. Uh, But Zach Ertz actually ended off on the actual list at number 19. Ooh. And again, that's because he was out for quite a while. Yeah, well, because he he left in week 10 is when he actually got injured. But prior to that, he was actually number uh, – let me see right here. Yeah, he was number four during in week 10, uh, mm-hmm. tight end of the season. So, but yeah, I mean, honestly – Again, definitely a tight end. I feel like that everyone's going to go after, no yeah. doubt. 
Yeah. I, I, like again, I know we don't think about injury going into this, like Darren Waller, but if that didn't happen, I have a feeling he would have been top 10. Same. Yeah. Darren Waller as well, no doubt. Yeah. So going into the number seven, right? Eight. Well, I didn't say the seven on the oh. actual list. Yep. The fantasy tight end that ended at number seven of the year was Pat Fryermuth. We did not have him at all. Uh, he ended off the season with 148 points. Do you, do you feel like Pat Fryermuth is still technically a sleeper? Because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about him. Uh, no, I don't think he is no more. No? No. Uh, after this year, the way he performed, I don't think he's going to be a sleeper at all. Uh, he's definitely one of those. You're definitely like, seeing an Evan Ingram. Yeah, it was like, here. no, I feel like he's going to be like a Zach Ertz kind of pickup, you know? And yeah. it, like, no one really thought about Zach Ertz, but they're like, well, he's still a tight end you can have, and that's reliable. And I think Pat Fryermuth is going to do that next year. But I still feel like, personally, Evan Ingram and Pat Fryermuth are still kind of on the same tier. I feel like Evan Ingram is just a little bit higher just due to the fact he always had, he had like, what, one 40-point game each in every week, like every four weeks. Yeah, uh, it wasn't forty. I think he only topped out at like thirty. Yeah, and Parfaitmuth was consistent with only like ten, eleven points per game. Mm-hmm. He never had like a blowout game. And then you know, thirty point game for a tight end is unheard of, yeah, unless you're Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like Parfaitmuth was consistent with twelve, fourteen, fifteen points each week. He never really had one blowout game. So, which is why I liked putting. Evan Ingram on starts of the week. But then I felt like, oh, well, this is an easy, I don't need tight end no more, right? Yeah. And I think I said that on towards the end of the season. It's like, I can't put him on here anymore. I threw him on there on the last one just for, you know. Good sakes. Yeah. But our number eight. Who was it? He was also, we're running quite the pattern here. Of, well, this year in general was a lot of injuries at the tight end front. Because I think I remember he was out for a while. That's still Dalton Schultz, who ripped it off last year. He actually did finish in top 10 this year. Hey. He was actually number 10. Ooh. We were close. We were close. Uh, But you were right. From week three to week six was out. That's crazy. That's a whole lot of opportunity. Yeah. And he came back in week uh, seven. So, yeah, he was out for, like, four games straight. So, that's a lot for a tight end position. It is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he still ended in top 10. Yeah. 142.7 points. So, I mean, at least they're still in the top 10 list. Yeah, you know, two, yeah. Point, or two positions off. Yeah. But the number seven spot on the actual eight. fantasy sport. Huh? Number eight. Or number eight spot on the actual fantasy Tight end spot was actually Cole Komet from the yeah. Bears. No one, no one thought this Nobody thought about it. Uh, he ended off the year with a total of 147 points and full PPR, making him the number eight tight end of the year. And I think that was wholeheartedly his two like back-to-back 30-bomb games. Yeah, I remember I hit him on one of those tight ends uh-huh. at the start of the week. I, I called him my start of the week, and he... I texted you during the game. Too. Yeah. It was during the Lions game. Yeah, he had a 30-point game uh-huh. that time. I already knew it was coming, too, because he already got, like, two touchdowns in the first half. I just messaged Waya. I'm like, you know, I should have agreed with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was not It was a 23-point game. Uh, still, that's – Yeah. That, I guess that's, you know, if you're comparing him to Travis Kelsey, that's an average game. But, yeah, that was uh, back-to-back. That was that was uh, week 9 and 10, 22 points and then 23 points back-to-back. And the rest of the, the, rest of the year was 13-14. Uh, 10, 15, yeah, so. 
Yeah. Still what? Um, yeah. 12, 15. That's still a good week. Yeah. Really good week. Like, again, like I said, for tight end, yeah, that's really good. So, number nine. Ooh. Uh, we already talked about him already. And that's good old TJ Hawkinson. We had him at nine. Oh, we had him at eight. Uh, this year he was in the top ten. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't quite number two. No, he was number two, but he was in our top ten at least. So, uh, Number nine on the actual tight end list. Uh, no one thought about him being on the list. Honestly, no one thought mm-hmm. about it in general. Uh, but number nine tight end of the year is Taysom Hill with oh, the no. Saints. Because he had like 240 games. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No one expected that. Total 145 points, I think, off the year, making him making the number nine tight end of the year. The problem I felt like was Taysom Hill could go from giving you 40 points one week and then the next week giving you zero. Yeah, I mean, week five against the Seahawks, he had 34 points. And, and what would the they next, have the next week? Four. See? Yeah. He had such a high floor and such a – or such a low floor, rather – and a high ceiling. Actually, that's what made him. That's that's the only thirty-four point game he had all season. He had one fifteen-point game in week one. Yep. But the rest of the games were four, eight, one point ten, seven. See, three. like we've been saying, the tight end landscape is so slim, narrow. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. From week fifteen to week seventeen, three game stretch were ten, eleven, and thirteen. I think that's what saved him to make him in the top ten. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, like we said last year, Kyle Piston got he got one touchdown last like year, number eight or seven. Yeah, and yeah. I think he was like seven. Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, I can look. I'll look at it after. So, we our, already said number ten was Dalton Schultz. Yep. So obviously we were off. Yeah. Uh, we had Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard, who it was actually okay. He was. Dallas Goddard ended the season at number twelve. Uh, we were kind of close, right? The total one hundred and forty-one points. I think that is close, honestly, because look, Dawson Schultz ended the year with a total of one hundred and forty-two point seven points. Dallas Goddard ended the year with a total of one hundred and forty-one point two points. One point. One point difference. Uh, so I call that as a win. <laughs> so, uh, Dallas Goddard was actually doing really good with Jalen Hurts. At the, time and at the quarterback's position. But again, the whole team as a whole was lighting it up. Yeah, he was actually consistent. Uh, but then he got injured from week 11 all the way to week 14. No, week 15. He didn't play at all mm-hmm. from week 11 to 15. So I think, again, we weren't thinking about injury, but we didn't have him on our top 10 list. Um, if he would have played those games, he definitely would have beat Schultz. Yeah. If, especially if no he doubt. was one game off. But who knows? If Schultz would have played those four games he missed, he probably would have been higher, too, you know? True. If Darren Waller would have played all those <laughs> games he missed, see? Like, you could just go down that rabbit hole forever. Uh, number 11, though, of the year was David Njoku. He was right between. That's good. Uh, I think he was another kind of surprise. Yeah, look at this. Again, Dalton Schultz, 142.7. David Njoku, 42. 142. By seven-tenths of a point. Yeah, and Dallas Carter, 141.2. Crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, that was that was uh, our <laughs> comparison. I call definitely a lot better than all the other ones. So far, I like I said, I feel like our running backs are going to be... Where do we have Zach Ertz at on our list? Uh, seven. Okay, he finished number five last year. And Kyle Pitts actually finished at number six last year. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that 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 that's cool, y'all. <laughs> like I said, I I the running backs are just gonna be horrible. Terrible. Yeah, I, I can already see. Yeah. Okay. You can see into the future. That's cool. I'm looking at it right now. It's not good. <laughs> Considering, uh, let's see here. One, two. Um. Again, I will three. say this. I know this is what we've been saying four, for a while. About four of them kind of washed you this season. Again, I know we've been saying this for a while, but a lot of our running backs on our list were injured. Can I say that? And a lot of them. Or can I just say sucked? One? Can I <laughs> can I just say there was like one maybe? There was one that just absolutely sucked this year. Oh gosh, don't make. Uh. Like, did not, not even look the same from the year before. No. Like, we've had a rant about him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Mm, McCaffrey, no. Barkley. No. No, 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 no. Najee? Yep. Oh, okay. But let's just say Najee's in the top five. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Let's just skip that episode. <laughs> We're going straight to wide receivers. Going straight to wide receivers. Yes, we'll skip are. next week and come back the following week. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, I, I will ask you this now actually on the show. Oh, um, wow. Put I, me on the, pot, on the spot. On the pot, yes. Smoke the pot. <laughs> um, are we still uploading FS Podcast consistently week to week? It seems like it for the moment. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't mind it at all. I I will say this, um, to our listeners, um, if something pops up on our schedule, personal schedule, and we won't be able to record for you guys, that's okay because they would have been different if that would have happened during the actual season. Yeah. Because that's when games are going on week to week. Again, when it's off season, there isn't really too much to talk about on news. Hey, I think we should congratulate ourselves. I'm not one yes. to brag. Yes. But this is yes. our first yeah. season. Where we did not miss a single episode during the regular season. Yep, I think, yep. We deserve an applause for that one. That one, that is such a little thing. I think we should get a banner and like put it 2020, 2021. Stacking on there for how many years we've gone. Yeah, and so far we got one. Yeah. We got one. Let's go for two. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Because the last two years that we've been doing this podcast during the actual The first year we did it was terrible. It was was like... Two months. It was like a month, yeah. And that was like, what, four or five games that yeah. we missed? just gone. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> nothing. No update or nothing. And no. then, and then uh, the week, year two, uh, we missed like, what, two games, three games? I think so. It wasn't back-to-back. No. But it was uh, like one here, one there, and one over here. So. Yeah. Oh, and then one back. Oh, yeah. And there, you know. Uh, but this year, <laughs> we were, you know, 10 for 10, uh-huh. 18 out of 18. I don't know, whatever. And we were we on were, the ball, uh, baby. And guess what? We yeah. started late also. That's true. Like, we didn't think fantasy season came up that quick, and we were still in, like, and our And we're just like, race. oh, okay. We'll, uh... <laughs> yeah. Those were, those were cramped episodes. Yeah. We're going to try not to do that again. <laughs> yeah. We're actually going to keep on. The off season was so boring. It was, I mean, it wasn't as boring, but it was so. No, this year it's going to be boring. Yeah. It was so it. slow that we didn't realize how fast fantasy football uh-huh. was coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways. So that's it for this episode. Again, next episode will be our uh, running backs. Again, like Jagger said, that's not going to be good for us. I think that's probably our weakest at the moment. Yeah. 
And maybe wide receiver could be up there too. I know it's my weakest because I'm getting you know punished for not winning. Yeah, bets. I'll probably start thinking about <laughs> what we're gonna do. Yeah, incorporate some outside minds, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so thank you all for tuning in to the FS podcast again, also known as Fantasy Sports Podcast. And if you guys want to keep up with me and Jagger and the podcast in general, you can go and follow all our social media accounts. Like Jagger said. They're all the same now. Our Instagram, our Twitter, and even our YouTube. Not I don't actually, think not our a, YouTube is. Uh huh. Is it? Oh, or no, 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 it is for like that little at. I don't even yeah. know how to use that thing. Um, but I mean, our Twitter and our Instagram account is just the real FS, right? The the real FSP. That's uh, I don't know. That's our link right there. Again, it's all in the description of the podcast. Going to do that. Also, like Jagger said, or we were talking about it, uh, a couple of episodes now. We also now have a – well, we always had a YouTube, but we are uploading more on it consistently soon. <laughs> um, again, my uh, punishment for losing the bet will punishment probably will be, on there, no will be uploaded on YouTube. So if you guys want to you know, get ready for that, it's also in the description of the podcast. And like Jagger said, I mean, the at is the real FSP. And then on YouTube, it's just Fancy Sports Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, no matter what kind of platform you are listening to this podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. So go ahead and click that so you can get notifications when we upload our next episode. And if you're listening on Apple Music, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, what you can do is rate the show. Go ahead and do that so we can do better for you guys in the next episode. Also, if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts and Apple Podcasts only, what you can do is go ahead and write a review for the show. So go ahead and do that so we can do better for you guys in the next episode. Again, thank you all for tuning in. We will see you all next week. And again, good luck to all you know teams in the next playoff round. I really want to see the Jaguars go back to Waffle House. <laughs> so please win. <laughs> That's true. Like Jagger said, if they win it again, we are definitely going to Waffle House to celebrate. And we don't, sure. we're not, we don't, we don't even, our teams aren't even the Jaguars. So, uh, my team has the first overall pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, see you guys all next week.